Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And let's hit the Great Midwest Bank hotline and welcome in from Yahoo Sports, Brad Evans. Brad, thanks for the time. Hola, amigos. <laughs> okay, let's let's dig in here. Okay, uh, Le'Veon Bell, we were just talking last segment about the New York Jets and I think uh, both Billy and I, uh, we believe the Jets are going to be decent. I'm not saying a Super Bowl run, but where do you see the offense and where are the, where's the fantasy numbers on the Jets' offense? Yeah, you know, I've really come around the Jets. It's sort of grow on me. I think it's going to be a very competitive game. We've seen a lot of strides this uh, you know, offseason into the preseason with Sam Darnold's game in year two. Uh, really elevating his skills across the board. You know, A guy that was a premium player, clearly out of college. It was just a matter of time before it really clicked with him. And we started to see signs of it late last year uh, with the Robbie Anderson connection, which was just electric. I mean, if you had Robbie Anderson and Derrick Henry on your team during the fantasy playoffs, you steamrolled through the competition uh, because those two guys were clearly indispensable for a lot of championship rosters out there. And and I think that budding chemistry is going to roll over. Uh, He's really built a nice rapport with not only Le'Veon Bell, but Jamison Crowder. So, He's the grease that moves the wheel. I think Le'Veon Bell, a guy that you're getting right now in the middle portion of round one, a lot of people saying, oh, he's going to break down all the accumulated touches. The best medicine for him was taking the year off. Yep. Now, he was slamming, you know, uh, saturated fats and writing crappy rap albums or writing around on jet skis <laughs> down there in South Florida last year, packed on the poundage, but he looks slim. He looks sick by all indications. He looks like he is able to handle right now probably 300 to 350 total touches. It's just a matter of whether or not the wandering eyes of Adam Gates will increase the speed of his offense, which was very pedestrian in Miami last year. And also, I think one of the interesting parts about it, Brad, is when you look at that team, he's a, a PPR dream. His ability to to get you points out of the backfield is going to be outstanding. But the one thing that I am, am really questioning at this point right now are the holdouts. Where do you stand with Zeke and Melvin Gordon? Yeah, let's say you're drafting a day, and you're picking a five overall, and uh, the usual suspects go in the top four, maybe even David Johnson goes at four, or DeAndre Hopkins at four. God forbid you're in one of those wacky, crazy leagues with a bunch of psychos that takes a Patrick Mahomes in round one. <laughs> but, um, you know, if, if Zeke is there at five, uh, I think you have to take your chances and, and roll the dice. Look, uh, you know, there's, there's been some smoke signals out there. Stephen Jones coming out saying on Friday, we can get a deal done within hours, though there's still a bit of an impasse. You know, the tongue-in-cheek comment by Jerry Jones of Zeke Hume, and Dick saying he was disrespected, using that as a leverage play. Now he's back in Cabo, hopefully not slamming on Yehos with uh, Sammy Hagar, but staying in shape. And Dick Zeke is Dick Zeke, and he's in great shape right now. So it's a matter of, uh, you know, not if, but when. Uh, he was like pen to paper. I, I still believe a deal's going to get done before the start of the regular season, even if it bleeds in the regular season and misses a game or two. In that offensive situation, I know Tony Pollard was great, and the entire franchise is talking him up. Uh, he can, you know, handle the load. Zeke is indeed sideline. 
But uh, Jerry Jones historically caves to his stars, and I think that's going to be the case here. It's different for Melvin Gordon. Uh, I mean, that, that trench is dug all the way to China weeks ago, and there's just no resolution. Now, there's been conversations between Gordon's representatives, Tom Telesco in the front office of uh, the L.A. Chargers, but, you know, Telesco's got a, a very handsome deal on the table. One, I think it's not entirely fair for the former Wisconsin Badger, uh, you know, offering him $10 million a year. If he takes the money, he's the third highest paid running back in the NFL. He has zero leverage in this situation. Unlike Zeke, who I believe is not um, – He's not irreplaceable. Uh, I think Gordon, they're comfortable with going with a Justin Jackson and Austin Eckler combination. I, I think for him, that's foggier. And if you're there going around five of a 12-team draft or if you're in an auction and he goes in like, you know, $20, $21, go an extra buck, him in round five, sit on him knowing they can get one of the handcuffs at an affordable cost and let things transpire. How much would you guys pay? To, to uh, do a round of golf with Zeke and Sammy Hagar and then go to Cabo Wabo for a couple of drinks and a burger? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> How about the tequila during the golf? That would be the better combination. If you guys could throw me in a little coffee or the high stuff, I would pay an exorbitant amount of money. We go from uh, Cabo to Cleveland. And uh, the balancing act here is in that backfield, Nick Chubb and and then, obviously, Kareem Hunt on the horizon late in the year. Where do you stand with these two guys at the running back position? Yeah, Cleveland, I mean, you look at uh, Nick Chubb. I mean, rub it up, Dub. Get your hands on Nick Chubb uh, sometime in round one of your fantasy draft. But this guy's an absolute stud. He blossomed late in the year once he got his full workload. He was number one, according to Pro Football Focus, among all of the running backs in yards after contact for his camp. And, What's a really underrated part of his game is the fact with Dub, uh, he improved as a receiver out of the backfield. So he's got a legitimate three-down skill set. I mean, Hilliard there, rookie who they want to try to incorporate more as a three-down guy or third-down running back. But, uh, you know, you worry about the offensive line. They've had some reshuffling. But, you know, with uh, Baker Mayfield and with OBJ, Jarvis Landry, David Njoku, Hollywood Higgins has had a nice camp in preseason. You know, this offense is going to ratchet it up to another level, and I think a lot of it is going to have to do with the, the presence of Nick Chubb. So I've got him at number five overall, guys. I feel very comfortable. It's hmm. a tough decision right now between Zeke and Chubb for me, quite honestly, um, knowing, I believe, how high the floor that Chubb has. And I'm not worried about Kareem Hunt. You know, I, I, I wouldn't be at all surprised if he's traded before the deadline. You know, that could be used as capital uh, to put sure. some holes for the Browns to make a, a stretch run to the playoffs. I mean, Chubb is going to establish his dominance over the first eight weeks. I just think he's a superior back at this point in the career arc. Uh, and I think Connick is just an insurance policy in case the wheels come off or he gets injured. Brad Evans join us here on Fantasy Football Weekly, 105.7 FM, The Fan. Brad, when you look into the running backs across the NFC, where about do you rank the guys up in Minnesota? Because Dalvin Cook has been so underwhelming in his few careers, and I understand the injuries are a part of it. But Alexander Madison is definitely feels to me a great handicap, especially if you're able to grab Dalvin Cook in maybe that fourth, fifth round range. Yeah, and Cook's actually doing consistently now, too, 12 team draft that I've been participating in. I think that's fair value. I mean, what I love about Cook's situation is the zone blocking scheme. It's Gary Kubiak. I mean, Gary Kubiak made uh, a megastar out of Arian Foster. He made stars out of Denver running backs. Uh, C.J. Anderson was one in particular. And I like the setup very nicely. It's a reconstructed offensive line. And with that one cut-and-go scheme, and you saw it over the weekend, you know, Cook finding, he's got, you know, impeccable vision, finding the hole, you know, slamming the brakes, cutting up field, and then sprinting away from the competition. 
And he's a violent runner, too, downhill. I mean, it just checks every single box. He's throwing his ability to catch the ball. It's just a matter of health. I know he's missed 15 games the first two seasons, but the advanced analytics support the eye test uh, in terms of yards after contact and his tackle percentage. Uh, you pull it all together, and it really is an ideal situation for him to take advantage of. So if we can get 15, we get 16 games out of him, I think this, you know, the sky that you're pointing to in terms of numbers is 1,500 combined yards and 10-plus touchdowns, uh, knowing it is, again, a, a very uh, favorable environment. So I like Alexander Madison. He's an insurance policy, yes. He's going to have maybe a little bit more of a, you know insurance policy plus role within this game. Maybe gets you, you know, eight, nine touches per week if you're lucky. But Cook in round two I think is a wise investment especially if you go in the back half of round one with one of the elite wide receivers. Brad Evans, Yahoo Sports. Let's finish up with the Green Bay Packers here. Is Aaron Jones ranked a little bit too high with everybody with Lafleur's new offense and a new rededication to this, that, and the other thing? I I just, I don't know. I got to see it first for Aaron Jones to be uh, defined as elite. What about you on the national perspective? I think we already saw it last year. Over a six-game stretch from uh, weeks 8 through 13, he was RB5 in fantasy. So once he got the appropriate workload that he definitely deserves, he's a guy that flourished. He took off. And now, you know, with Aaron Rodgers, he's likely to still be playing at an elite level, and his mustache game is elite level right now. Uh, you got Devontae Adams there. Mark his oldest, Scantling's a year older. Uh, Geronimo Allison's been reliable when he's been healthy and on the field going to man the spot primarily. Uh, I, you know, I like the setup here for Aaron Jones, who only saw eight more men in the box 13.5% of the time last year. So it's an exploitable situation. He's a jack-of-all-trades. He's posted appreciable results in yards after contact, forcing that first defender miss. I mean, you look at Jamal Williams, he is a basset hound compared to the greyhound that Aaron Jones is. And I'm not worried about Dexter Williams, the graphics out there, getting all giddy about him, making it happen. Jones is the real deal holy field, and if everything you know falls in a place for him, I, you're looking at maybe an RB7, RB8 level year. He's that good, and the situation wow. is that ripe. All right, That's sounds awesome. good. It sounds good. Brad, hey, I, we, we appreciate your stuff on Yahoo, and, and that's why we reached out to you. Thanks for the time, and good luck this year. Muchas gracias. Get Aaron Jones. And for the love of God, drop my boy David Montgomery. I'm out. There he is. <laughs> we got to get this guy up here to play a round of golf and slam some spotted cows and some Bofordings. And he would love a triple ale. And shots of tequila. Yes. Yes, yep. yes, 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 yes. But never on a Saturday night before a fantasy football well, I'm show. I'm learning that uh, lesson right now. Brad Evans joined us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. If you're looking to buy, build, renovate, or refinance in 2019, look no further. Call Great Midwest Bank today. Great Midwest Bank providing simply local common sense lending to your community since 1935. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.